This is Match Week. You are joined by myself, Artie Amini. We discuss everything soccer from the highs and the lows in the sporting week to the news that is relevant to you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. You are listening top of the hour on WMC Upper Montclair. And this is Match Week. Yes, this Match week, guys. This is—it's been a rough morning to say the least. Um, uh, we've had a lot of people run late today. <clears throat> I'm not naming names. Uh, you know, a lot, some of us woke up with like a head cold or just not feeling well. So, with negative tests, of course. Oh yeah, just no, oh yeah, yeah. Just to clarify, yeah, negative tests. We are all okay. No COVID. Not a thing here. We're good. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers yeah. to that. And, um, and so, not mentioning that Jonathan was late. It's been a great morning. Artie, thanks for having us back from. Myself, Dan, and Jonathan. Thanks yeah. for having yeah, us. Yeah, last as last week we, we we missed some some of the boys a little bit. You know, it was a uh, it was a me, Maz, and Dayon show. It was a little bit of fun. Apparently, where I came alive. Yeah, yeah. Maz was like, when Besmir is not here, you're your best self. I don't know why. You- <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It's because I'm intimidating. I understand. No, but like Dayon was just like going off. He was just like he was talking about things, just like being very straightforward. Just like, yeah, no, don't care. That's not a thing. Oh, see, there you go. So you are learning. Well done. Well done. Very, very. Uh, we call that the Gordon Ramsay approach. Just, Gordon just, Ramsay. just say. Don't think about it. Just say it and hope for the best. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, man. Focus on the repercussions later, I guess. But <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. No, you guys were great last week. I, I tried to to listen in a bit here and there. I was at the FDU summer camp, which was awesome. But so, uh, if you want, you can sort of explain that to some of the viewers and audience what you were doing last week. Oh Lord, was that was that fantastic? Um, we ran a summer camp where we had a, a local club send a bunch of their kids over to campus. So they were with us every day from 9 to 3 and, you know, included lunch, tours of campus, a picnic, a bunch of fun soccer games and some skill development and whatnot. So the men's and women's coaching staffs work together for the summer camp every year. It was our biggest camp yet and only looking to grow. But, uh, yeah, it was fun sitting in sitting in the the sun, the rain, what so on and so forth with a uh, a bunch of little kids is always a great time. I had I had the U eleven boys, uh-huh. so for me it was uh, eventful to say the least. Between faking you, injuries yeah. and like oh man, what what you did last week was what I was doing for most yeah. of last year, just running soccer camps nonstop. Yeah, it's, it's so much fun. Yeah, it it well depends on the group. Yeah, so th- there was this one kid, Anthony, great kid. But with fake an injury seven times a day, and like not like, ow, somebody somebody kicked me in the shit. It's ow, I think my leg's broken. <laughs> Roll around, have the trainer come onto the field, and then be, oh no, I'm okay. You see, he, he's doing what most professionals do, so he's learning. Yeah, you know? no, fair enough. And towards the end of his last day there, I guess a bunch of the kids were in on it. He goes down, and we so you know the trainer goes out there, I go out there, and then the trainer turns her back. And she looks, and there's like 18 kids all sprawled on the ground, faking injuries as well. Uh, she turns to them and she goes, you know, that's it, I'm done. You guys are all fine. You guys are all fine. She just walks off, the poor girl. It was it was brilliant. But anyway, <laughs> oh camp was great. I, I, I really, uh, I was upset I couldn't be here, but I'm happy we're here today. 
Well, guys, we have a lot to talk about. Thank you for telling us your story, Besmir. And um, we have a lot to do. So first things first, we're sort of going to recap what we thought of the week so far. So biggest news to come out, I would say, was Gareth Bale to LAFC. Yes or no? Yeah. From, from an American standpoint. Yes. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, why not? Wait. So, <laughs> I, I was. I was such a much more like energetic response. Like, yeah, you know, I'm so excited. Gareth Bale. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gareth Bale. Bale I've, hey, well, he's gonna be able to play some of the best golf courses in the world. So, <laughs> that's. <laughs> it's it's kind of look. Annoying. He's a Real Madrid. He's he's a Real Madrid hero, and I'm I know the, I'm the resident Real Madrid fan here. But hey, I wish him the best. That's all I can really say. It's kind of annoying that you don't get uh, very good quality stars up here, up north on the East Coast. No, and no, everybody no. goes either to the West or down South to Florida. I think it's just so. it's just a, a weather thing, dude. Like when you when you're in Cali and you're guaranteed like 75 degrees or. So you tell me, Bill doesn't want to wake up one day and just go down to the New York bodega and just grab himself a bacon egg and cheese? Yeah, no, I don't think he wants <laughs> to do that, bro. Nah. See, I I think it's first of all I think it's a big approach on how like the Red Bulls for example they clearly aren't running after these big name players anymore, you know with all due respect to Ashley Fletcher, right they've they've brought him in to be a difference maker on the pitch not on ticket sales, um, which obviously long term ticket sales should obviously improve if on field performance is better but yeah but when is MLS going to realize that someone who can barely start in an, in a relegated Watford side is not good enough for the Rebels well realistically speaking I make the argument all the time that the championship in England is yeah but I don't think Ashley Fletcher well. starts for in a championship side either yeah well, well he, he's, he's done rather decently well since he's been here in all fairness to the guy and if there's one thing I will back Red, Bull, Red Bulls across the uh, across the world with all their teams is their scouting and recruitment is quality. Um, you know, I just, you know, I don't have a lot of free time as it is, and I don't see myself going to watch Red Bulls play if there's an Ashley Fletcher on the team, opposed to... Now, if Gareth Bale is playing for the New York Red Bulls, there's probably a little more of a push, a little more of a desire. Should have happened. You know? Hmm. It's... It's a shame, but now you look at LAFC and they're they've got quality across the pitch. And Chiellini, we Villa, and, and here's Besmer and I were talking about this the other day too. Uh, Chiellini and Gareth Bale are not designated players, so which means that LAFC still has space to bring in bigger players they want to. Yep. So in the wacky world of MLS, uh, what's the right word for it? Um, well, here's the because the, the, the way they run this this real this real life fantasy league. Well, here's um, the thing because like the MLS is a, is a franchise based league. It's not a promotion relegation based league. So a lot of stuff is done differently. Oh yeah. So like because most of the time when we're talking about let's say we're talking about basketball, right? Because I th- I think basketball is the best equivalent to soccer in my opinion because it's still one of the most like enthralling and watchable sports that can be consumed worldwide. And with basketball. They yes they have like European scouting and stuff like that but it's it's sort of to the point where a lot of those players that are even scouted in Europe are technically drafted through the NBA draft it's not like they're uh, you watched Hustle on Netflix actually I was I was saying that in reference to the Last oh. Dance with Tony Tony Kukoc when they got oh. him from uh, oh yeah Croatia. no 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 Hustle with Adam Sandler oh yeah I, I watched Hustle too Hustle is really such good. a good Brilliant. movie very such good. a great movie I, I do agree with that I, I I'm an but, Adam Sandler but, stan but I'm not sure we're allowed to. Uh, speak about that because if Maz, Maz, if you're listening, I know basketball is kind of your thing. So if you guys want to hear more about oh, anything Maz, basketball, by the way, if you're listening right now, I have 
Match Week Magnets. So now I'm your auntie's favorite sports show because I made it onto a refrigerator. So, <laughs> so you know what? <laughs> Try me. He's currently laughing in his car, probably stuck somewhere in Jersey traffic. <laughs> probably. And now he's cursing at the traffic and at you. Yeah, so. he's like this mother. Anyways. That's funny. But uh, that's something that I believe that you, you touched upon is the scouting that the NBA does is absolutely brilliant like you can go and it's true they have scouts everywhere it's like baseball in this country there were major league baseball scouts at an fdu game earlier this year the yeah. fdu division three baseball game just because they have scouts everywhere because there's talent everywhere right everyone knows my issues with this country's talent identification but uh, the MLB, I think, does the uh, best in vetting their talent because it's not like it's just like they go straight to the major league. They have uh, double A, triple A, and then like they have sort of the minor minor uh, leagues uh, as yeah, well. Uh, so well, they're, they're able reserve to, sides. Yeah, so they're able to properly vet the players and give them enough experience where it's not at such a high level, but it's also still them training and working hard. You know. Yeah, and and I I just I love the fact that you can see a scout from a, from a major league baseball team any anywhere. Right, they, yeah. they they can be at your local park, watching you know, whatever it might be. Like they were at FDU, you know. And and when was the last time a professional scout was ever at, at an FDU game? Now, yeah, Cap, uh, Capuano was one of our players who was an All American, I believe. So I understand why, but it, it it's just absolutely well, fantastic to see. Here's my question: What division is FDU for? Baseball. Our whole campus is three. Oh, the whole campus is three. Okay. Yeah. So I, I know some campuses they vary on certain sports where like basketball could be D one, but then their football program would be uh, D three. You know, it, it's a little rare. The more comp, the more specific sports or the rarer sports, more rare sports like uh, like fencing isn't isn't openly provided everywhere. So I know yeah. at Drew University across the street, I'm, I'm pretty sure their fencing program's D one, but it just depends on who. Uh, you know who you're talking to. Anyways, back to my point about MLS <laughs> and uh, scouting. Um, from what we've seen so far, um, it's just tough. You know, it's really tough to be able to break that down and to be able to really recruit or find the proper players that we need to sort of improve the league. Yeah, in terms of the U.S., the U.S. all, all they really care about is money. So there's lots of talents that probably right now are some somewhere in the hood or around the hood. That's probably even ten times better than an Mbappe that we probably never ever are going to get to see. Why? Well, because then that's that's just again the case of just inner city scouting and how most of the time they're recruited to. I wouldn't say more advanced programs, but um, they are. Hold on one second. Uh, they are actually way more recruited in other regards. You know. I mean, I, I personally think if, if it wasn't down to money and just let the kid play and see how good he could be and whatever whatever income that he could bring to the team. But then that's that's the issue, though, because the, the MLS is... The United States is a capitalist country. And the way how it sort of works with just any sport in general is that there's no such thing as just having a purebred, thoroughbred academy where it just raises the players. Like, yes, there's... Red Bulls and like New England Revs have been able to do a good job of it, but they it's still tough to even be recognized in that regard, you know. I agree. So just to touch in here, oh, uh, oh sorry, bad. sorry, just to step in for a second. So everyone that knows, I try to get connected as well as I can to as many clubs and people as I can. And your brother has helped me. Artie's brother has helped me get connected more at, at the Red Bull Academy level. Um, 
since he was the athletic trainer there, now he's with Red Bull too. He's brilliant at what he does, even though he only has one, one oh, workable yeah. thumb so, right so now. So here, here, just to clarify to the audience, my brother dislocated, tore a tendon, and also broke a bone within his thumb. Just a very a hat trick. Yeah, so he he hmm. got he got the the wombo combo, some say, of injuries when it comes to the uh, four for four. Yeah, the four for four because <laughs> um, he was playing goalie in a seven aside league and. Um, as he was catching the ball, the attacker went to strike the ball while still in his hand, and his whole thumb bent backwards in a ninety degree angle. Which is why goalkeeper should only ever come out studs up, two footed for the ball. You don't need your hands. <laughs> you don't need your hands. You're, so your brother has connected me with one of the guys who scout and whatnot over at the Red Bull Academy and the scout and whatever. And one of the best things I think I, I've heard from him was that a lot of clubs. All want to compete right at the top and don't understand that there is a system where we can all find our place, right? Someone like a North Jersey FC for us, there's nothing wrong with us not wanting to compete with Red Bull Academy. We, we can. They're they're Red Bull Academy. Yeah, they have way more and of an being investment. a developmental club where our players can come in and say, hey, our players are going to come in and just become better players, right? Whether their goal is to go play, you know, if they're younger kids and their goal is to go play up to the you know, ECNL, NPL level, the, the the NL, whatever it might be, and then go play in college or just high school varsity or whatever it might be. You know, maybe some come into us and they want to get to the academy level and play for Red Bull Academy. You know, we try our best to help them just become better players. Whereas, you know, there's a lot of clubs out there that just want to go right to the top. Oh, you know, we're going to we're gonna be a rival academy to, to the New York Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. Financially, you can't compete. Talent-wise, you can't compete. There's... There's in no way can you compete with them if you are not an MLS team yourself for the most part, or you're in a capacity where, you know, you have to work very hard like some other local academies to compete with them. Yeah. I mean, I think the talent identification system in this country for soccer will only improve once people find their place. Well, my question is, do you think it's just? Do you think it's just like there's too much politics going on? Like there's too much of. Scratch my back. I scratch your scenarios oh. with a whole bunch of these people. See, that happens in every sport, realistically. Yeah, true. I, but... I, I only, be- I think, because soccer has grown so m- right, it's grown so much in the last twenty five years that people have all tried to take advantage of it and still continue to, and they are banking on the fact that there are people that aren't as well parents that aren't as well educated. So you can throw premier or elite <laughs> into your name, and suddenly you are. The best program for their kids. Shots and, fired. Um. And, well, no, it's, it's just I think you know there are clubs that use those titles, and they and they do have teams that meet that criteria, right? Yeah. It just has to be. We have arguably the greatest foundation for what can be the greatest youth soccer system in the world. We have the infrastructure for it, from fields and stadiums and coaching. Our coaching education is now second to none. Yeah. You know, shout out to Coach Lou and everyone at U.S. Soccer and whatnot. Shout out to myself and Besmir as uh, certified coaches. Yes, um. uh, and Coach Jonathan is too. He oh, that's his, right. He got a state well, certificate over the that, summer. That right? is Coach true. John. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I never got the physical thing. But. <laughs> it's an email, but yeah. yeah but the email. feeling, I got the feeling. Of being certified. <laughs> he has he, he has the bragging rights of knowing I'm certified, <laughs> yes. guys. Yes. He um, goes. He actually goes around to his, uh, you know, people he works with, the clients, and be like, "Hey, just just to be clear." Here's my coaching card. Yeah. And like Jonathan, we're here to buy. We're here to buy. Uh, 
We're here to buy liquor or something. No, 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 no. no. I'm a coach first. (laughs) I'll coach you how to sell this liquor, okay? There you go. But anyway, it's the the country I still believe is headed in the right direction. There's a lot of bumps on the road to get to where we want to get to. But other than that, I think it's great. And things like a radio show where people can tune in to to us, to you, already I think is fantastic because it just helps further that soccer culture in this country. And the fact that... You know, every time you get you get very excited. Every time we get a new listener from a new state or a new country or something, oh, it's yeah. awesome. That is exciting. You know, very but exciting. For, for every new listener, we can we can grab on here, and, and you can make a regular. Just more information being spread, uh, true information, not not well, fake no, news. No, no, but the, the, I think the whole point of this, right? Why I do this is just to get people's perspectives. Like that's what intrigues me the most. Like when we're on the show, I obviously say ridiculous opinions. I give the devil's advocate. I say random things because I want to see how you react to it. You know, I want to see what the common fan thinks or feels, or because not everybody's the same. Like not everybody is as vetted as a coach as Besmir is. Not everybody has the ball knowledge. Well, I'm, that I'm not that great. Let's be clear, everyone. I've only been coaching <laughs> for like six, seven, or eight years, whatever it is. I've lost count, but it's not that long. I just can't count yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm not sure who's vetting Besmir, but that, no, that's but, a good point. Or, or, or like someone who has the ball knowledge like Dayan. <laughs> My or, mom says or someone, or, or even someone who has the heart like Jonathan for the sport, you know? Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. that that's the point. It's that every fan is different and that we always want to just draw what they think about certain things, you know? Anyways, Amen. that's the end of the recap. We are now... This is honestly one of our best segments that has been performing the most, where we have the most replays. Um, it is ink or stink. Woo. Now, if you're a new listener, you don't know what this uh, what this segment is. <laughs> uh, we have ink or stink, which is either you ink, you put the ink pen to paper and sign the player, or they're a stinker and you should just avoid this player. So now we're gonna start with the top Premier League transfer rumors first. We have Josh Brownhill. To Southampton, who? You got where? Where are you? Wait, who is this? Okay, look, hold on a second. No, no, no. They always give me these looks. Like I can't just talk about the biggest player right away. We gotta ease the audience in. Yeah, I agree with that. We have to build the suspense. The biggest player. I'm not transferring anywhere. Or even. Okay, we're not. We're not. I'm not gonna say that, but you know, you know. I mean, eventually we'll talk about Holland, right? You have to go about like me. I will. I will say Friday night, Besmir had a once in a lifetime performance they will never see from him again. Wow! If anyone from the red team is listening, at face, aka face. Anyways, anyways, sorry, Artie. It's okay. There you go. Okay, Josh Brownhill is a Burnley player. Um, Burnley. But the reason why I mention this is because Burnley's gonna be losing a lot of their talent. Oh, they already have. Yeah, like they're they're Tarkowski's probably gone. Yeah, gone? Tarkowski, Ben Me. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna lose Nick Pope. They're, they already lost Nick Pope. Yeah, That's... Nick Pope's gone. They're gonna lose. Um, uh, they McNeil. lost uh, McNeil. Townsend as well. Yeah, Townsend's gonna be like that's no the, Lennon, not Townsend. Aaron was Aaron, oh yeah, it was Aaron Lennon. Aaron but that's Lennon. the point I'm making. That's why I wanted to mention this transfer first because. Burnley, because of them being relegated, are just getting picked apart and have to somehow raise funds to be able to survive in the championship. Well, I apologize to Josh Brown for not knowing who he was. I, I did. <laughs> I, I did just give him a follow on social <laughs> media because I feel bad. I still have no idea. But it, it, sorry, it's okay. No worries, Jonathan. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you speak. You speak your opinion. You give us your voice. Yeah, oh, that's wow. cool. Th- there's quite a few people that are that are in the race for him. Southampton is in there. Mm-hmm. But so is West Ham. So is Bristol City. 
So I mean, getting attracted well, it, by these clubs and I have it, no clue. It's supposedly for twenty million. It's not. It's not. It's not. Who is this guy? Either. Well, that's like he's he's one of the bigger starlets to come out of Burnley. Who's been a, like? <laughs> oh, that doesn't say much. Okay. I know, but but here's the thing. The reason <laughs> why it, the reason why is because it's consistency. A lot of clubs need a squad player that is consistent. Like they need someone who they know they can get a certain performance out of, especially in the Premier League. So that's why like someone like a Josh Brown, and plus he's English. So a lot of these clubs and have to have a certain and, number of English players within their teams. And his right arm, he, he's got a sleeve, tattoo sleeve, so he must be quality. Oh, yeah. Come on. Must be good. Must be good. But actually, looking at him now, I guess they didn't know his name. He looks familiar. Um, uh, he's And supposedly uh, Southampton is looking to pair, uh, you know, pair him in or have him provide cover for Ward-Prowse. So, yeah. you know, I think... Uh, if I'm jumping ahead, I I think he's he's an, he's a good ink for Southampton. Hundred percent ink. Me, uh, I have no clue who he is, and I I'm not gonna be able to determine how good he is. So I'm gonna leave it as a stink. For I now. I just praised you for your ball knowledge. Like yeah, this yeah, guy but I I'm don't gonna, know. Dude, if you would have told me like <laughs> Dewsbury Hall or Dwight McNeil, I I would have been able to. All right, fine. But Dayon's never Dayon's never packed him on uh, uh, Ultimate Team. Yeah, or signed probably, him on career mode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jonathan, what are you thinking? <laughs> I'm not sure what to say. Ink, okay. I mean, ink yeah, so fine. we're just all going to say ink. We're going to go from there. Ink Next. Is fine. Yeah, let's do it. The biggest one yet. Uh oh. Andre- <laughs> Dude. Andreas Pereira to, from Manchester United to Fulham. Uh, ink. I like it a lot. I, they, they just lost Fabio Carvalho. Yeah. They need another center attack in mid, and I think Andres Pereira would probably be the best fit for them. Because, like, as someone who's been a Manchester United fan, sadly, um, <laughs> they, like, you've seen the potential he's had, he's just never been able to convert well. And you always wonder if, like, someone like a Pereira would thrive in a way how a Dimitri Paya has thrived, where if they're at the start of the team, they'll play differently. I could see Pereira giving Mitrovic uh, all the assists this season. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Besmir, what do you think? I, I believe. Well, for for a club like Fulham coming up, right? Um, we've already seen Dayon's favorite forward in the world, Mitrovic, score forty three and forty three, a a truckload of goals in the championship. A creative player like that in behind, I think, is only going to help his transition. Some people aren't sure how he's going to fare in the Premier League. I think I think Fulham might might finally, with a couple signings, not where they are right now, yeah. have a squad that can survive yeah. the drop next season. What do you say? It's like every time I think Pereira champion, helps that. But the issue is that like a lot of championship clubs, like when they're when they're in the championship and they're used to playing high press attacking football, they when, every time they have to convert to the Premier League, it's way different because you can't do that against a Man City or even a Leeds at times because you're going to get punished for it. So. It's hard for a lot of these teams that come up to adjust and then to sort of really rework how they're going to like play in the Prem. That's why like Burnley were such a Brexit football type team where they just sit back because you can't afford just to play up and constantly just press on the field. I'm so surprised how Burnley is still somehow managing to keep Veghorst. Well, Wu Weghorst, playing in the championship is the same as playing the Bayern Liga for Wolfsburg. It doesn't matter. All know? right. All right, mister. <laughs> oh, wow, you I really will... hurt his feelings there, Artie. You should have seen last week. Maz and I were just, like, tag-teaming him about talking about the Bayern Liga. And I've sat there and just started, you know, letting him have it. Uh, I, I held up for myself, so. Right, that's the thing. You did hold your own. Impressive. That's why I was very impressed with you, why he said Besner should stop coming here for a day on <laughs> I'm just joking. 
<laughs> wow! All right, well, joking. it was. Uh, it was, it was talking to everyone. This, uh, uh, this is my my second to last appearance on the show for a while. Why second so, to last? <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Because are you going away? Well, it doesn't matter. So, okay. So for the audience, so, um, so I could still show up and just uh, take over. Well, the, okay. So <laughs> I, I was going to announce this next week, but the plan is is that hopefully there's going to be someone in studio just working the board, and then I'll be on a Discord call through the computer hooked up into the board so that way you'll be able to hear me still <laughs> oh lord so <laughs> so i'll be here virtually <laughs> just to be clear the three of us were told oh yeah we're done after next week meanwhile he's like oh you guys are done next week i'll be on another continent on the radio hey you're, you're meeting me there too so i don't know why you're complaining I, i'm h- trying to hide from you you just happen to be there no, so. no, no, no you're following me i already I actually if anyone asks we're there scouting players from north jersey yeah. fc <laughs> we're, we're, business we're, expense we're, 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 oh, in that case fdu yeah pl- player recruiting for fdu expense yeah, yeah. report please absolutely <laughs> Do anyways it. guys so anchor sync andreas Pereira. ink 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 it ink Next, I, I want to see you in his jersey, in his kit from Fulham for next year. Me? You in that, Dayan and Mitrovic top, <laughs> and I'm going to go throwback. I'm, I'm going to get myself like a like a Clint Dempsey. Dempsey. Yes. yes. Knock on wood, you owe me a soda. Wait, what about okay. me? What, what am I going to wear, man? You? Uh, you were, you're, at, you're actually going to wear Wilson. nothing, Jonathan. Fun fact. Oh, yeah, you were invited. So. <laughs> oh, Brad Friedel played, right? Brad Friedel played yep, at Fulham. Yes, oh, uh, you look like Brad Friedel, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm taking... Oh, an old bald guy. So, guys, I mean, I'll take a Fulham jersey. No next, <laughs> they're nice. Next, these next three are actually potential Chelsea transfers. So we have great. First up, Nathan Ake ah. to Chelsea. <laughs> his his value right now is at what is it? It's twenty seven million. Why would well, they take him back? Well, no, Chelsea. I mean, it didn't work the first time. Well, well here's the thing, but like, it's it was yeah, the, no, but it, it was the same thing as like a Margahi situation. Chelsea just sold him; he never really played for the team. Well, this is where Todd Bowley coming out as the new owner is brilliant. He's letting everyone go, and finally, what Chelsea's needed for so long is trust in a manager. Now, now everyone believes in Tuchel. I have put my full support behind him. Todd Bowley has been living on a plane, supposedly, since he bought Chelsea. Personally involved in all these negotiations, as the, all negotiations for players are now going through Thomas Tuchel and Todd Bowley, which means they believe any in of these him. players yeah. coming in are Tuchel players. And Tuchel right? came from Bayern League. And, and, and we finally have a long, long-term plan in place, I, I guess, right? Especially with the other transfers Artie's going to mention. But Nathan Aki, a Chelsea boy, we we're, we're gonna make money of uh, t- uh, technically on him because we sold him for more than we're gonna buy him for. And then personally, I think Nathan Ake, it was a smart deal at first because I because th- we we all originally thought that with only having a Nicholas Odtimendi and an aging Vincent Company and a Mangala who never really worked out well in that Chelsea system, we thought someone who was a starlet at at, um, at Bournemouth, who we thought that could do well, Ch- like City made the most sense for. Like yes, sign him. And instead, it's really been the Ruben... Just for them to sign Laporte and, and Ruben, Ruben Diaz, Diaz and, and for him to sit yeah, in the it's, rain it's again. It's tough. It's really tough. With having John Stones as, as like sort of that back three, in a way. Yeah, I mean, listen. For me, he's a huge ink. Especially, once again, he is a Chelsea boy. 27 years well, old. Also, Chelsea have no centre-backs left. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and he's proven... He can play at the Premier League level, and that's something. That, that's honestly, I feel like that's something that's so overrated. Like, a lot of these clubs see someone for the biggest potential they have, but in reality, when you're looking in the market and you're really short on players, look for the consistency. If you if you can find a consistent player, that's exactly what it is. And the fact that Nathan Aki can play center back, 
He can play, he can play left back. He's even played as a six at times. Hit that comfort on the ball hit for him as a center back in the Chelsea side is going to be so great. Massive, massive ink. I, I've loved him for a very long time. On you know when he was on his eighteen loan spells, he was always brilliant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Nathan Aki finally gets his chance to be a first team player. Damn, what are you thinking? Personally, I think stink. But here's why: there's gonna okay. be Nathan Aki is gonna sign for Chelsea, right? Then Chelsea gonna sit there. They're gonna buy somebody like Skriniar, Akula Bali, and then he's gonna sit bench just like he did at City. So they're gonna buy him. They're gonna see other players in Europe who are probably ten times better than yeah, him. Yeah, but you also gonna start over. Him. Chelsea doesn't have that much money to get uh, Ake a, and oh, someone like a Skriniar. Oh, oh no, they, well, Chelsea, just, Chelsea does right. Chelsea, do. I, I don't think the money is the problem. I think for Chelsea, they, there's no players like right now. Hmm. Our senior center backs consist of Thiago Silva. That's it, and that's yeah. if we count Tamori. I mean, yeah, but Tamori, yeah. do you guys even do you guys still Chaloba. have that buyback no, option? Sorry, not Chaloba. Sorry, Chaloba. Yeah, but oh, I just yeah, love Tamori because already does as well. He misses him, dude. Uh, just but, imagine a back three of Marque, he Tamori, and Tiago Silva. Like I hate it because as a United fan, I hate it. But, but like bringing wow. Nathan Aki back, right? He's a consistent left-footed left center back in that yeah. back three. Hmm. He's also a great passer of the ball, which Thiago Silva's not going to be there forever. We need a calming presence at the center-center back role, right? So for us, he solves a plethora of problems, and we still have room for two more big center backs to come in. Who are probably going to start You know, because Thiago Silva's only getting older, yeah. so he can't play every match. So, Ink, Deon, Stink. Stink, Jonathan. Ink, yeah. I mean, I think, I just want to put my real quick thing. I'm not really like a... A Chelsea expert like like Bez over here, but oh, the one thing I did. But the one thing I did read this morning. The one thing I did read this morning, for example, like the thing that Chelsea give props. I mean, one of the best academies in the world. I heard also Conor Gallagher. Just on the side note, they're also you know Tuchel apparently wants to count on him for next season. Apparently, so that might happen. I just like the fact that the youth, you know, Nathan, he he might not slide in as a, a starting role, but uh, you know, in terms of rotation, in my it might opinion, work. He starts for Chelsea. He starts guaranteed. Yeah, right now. Right now, hundred percent. Chelsea, I'm telling you, That's Chelsea, Chelsea are going to buy top class center backs. Uh, I, I would I'm rather a, Milan Skriniar, bro. Skriniar is my. It's a, it's a different story. I'm say ink, but I don't. If you're getting an Ake, you're not. You're not getting a, a Koulibaly and a Skriniar, in my opinion. Regardless, he just spent two years playing under Pep Guardiola, making him a better center back. And it's not like he did, never played for City. It's <clears> it's also different because if you if you were if Antonio Conte was still at Chelsea with the three center backs, I could see him slotting in as the three center backs. Yeah, but don't disrespect Tuchel like that, dude. Wait. Nathan Aki is very good in the air. He can play with the ball at his feet. He's very he's a, he's a good great passer of the ball. He's got pace. He's he's got pace. He's 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 physically strong. And he's he, in his prime right now. He's people 27. call him like people call him like the new age Rude Hullet. That and that that says a lot. Not just because the hair. Don't, don't say that because of his hairstyle. Let, let's go. Let's, All right, on to the next player. Yeah. After the hula thing, yeah, we got. Oh, now, wait, what, what are you? Ink or stink? I said ink. I said oh, ink. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I liked Artie. <laughs> it's, okay, I like <laughs> it's not like, it's not like yeah, we ink, were close or anything. I, I, you know? yeah, That's why That'd be nice to see. I think ink. Yeah. I th- okay, so this next one, it's tough because. Are you going to say it, just a random player? It, ma- it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> no, I said next year, Chelsea. This one, it makes sense for Chelsea, but it will sadly ruin the development of other players like a Pulisic. Or even uh, like a Hudson Adoy, or you know, yeah, or know the involvement of a Ziek, which is Jonathan. You okay over there? <laughs> Dude, Mike keeps falling, man. You just got to prop it up, you know, like and chest up, and just like talk to it. That's there, it. There you go. Yeah. Um, which is Raheem Sterling? 
For seventy-seven million, his market value is right now. All right, I, I need wow. this. St- first of all, they're getting for like twenty-five, thirty million, supposedly. Yeah. Steal. Okay, Raheem Sterling, Inc. Consistent football in the Prem. Only one of three players to ever score over a hundred goals for Pep Guardiola, <laughs> and has made more appearances for Pep Guardiola than any other player has. Yeah. I think a he's at times carried the English national team. He's a winger who's going to grab anywhere from 15, 16, 17 to 20 goal, uh, goals a season. We haven't had a direct dribbler like Raheem Sterling since Eden Hazard. And we have Pulisic now, sure. Yeah, but, but Raheem but that, Sterling's proven. But the, the, here's the thing. The question I have is that would you much rather try to see the most come out of a Pulisic or a Hudson-Odoi, uh, even a, uh, a Ziyech, or would you much rather... Have just Raheem Sterling in your team. Well, listen, Hudson Adoy's lost the plot. I think his ego got too big. I think he's not even in the equation, honestly. Okay. Um, that's just because, like I said, I think his ego inflated when Byron wanted him and whatnot. And should have given to us. He, yeah, yeah, no, we shall let him go. Um, Forty-five million. <laughs> but we look at it right, and Raheem Sterling has been around forever. Yeah, consistent in the prime. He's twenty-seven. Now. Do we not sign him because a 29-year-old Zayek is in the team and we want to be be weary of him? Well, you here's know? the thing. So, for me, if Chelsea gets Raheem Sterling for $35 million or less, it's guaranteed ink. does not matter. Granted, I don't have the highest praise for Sterling. I still have a respect for the footballer that he is. Because you still put Sancho over him in the England. 100% percent besides the point. <laughs> I have I have a lot of respect for Raheem Sterling, <clears throat> without a doubt. He's a great player, great human, a great human as well. And he, he loves my boy Chunks. And, yeah, well, who doesn't love Chunks? Come on. But if if you can get him for under thirty five million as as that Chelsea team, I one hundred percent ink without a doubt. But if you're paying more of the fifty to seventy million dollar range, not worth it. Stink. He's not gonna go for that. The much. price is really gonna delegate what it, this transfer is, personally. See, I think he is a player who is, who realistically is probably worth a lot more than 35, 40, 50 million. Well, that's the market. His market value technically is 77 million. It's 77 million. So if we get him for anything less than that, I, everyone, anyone that listens to this, everyone knows I'm a huge Raheem Sterling fan. I think he's very yeah. undervalued by many. Real just quick, because we're listening top of the hour on WMC Upper Montclair. 90.3. So I think Raheem Sterling. Is very undervalued. I think if he had the, if he had the star appeal, if his ego was a little bigger, he's one of the biggest players in the world. Mm-hmm. I think he has the talent, but he's much more of a reserved personality, and I think that hurts him. But at the same time, he just lets him get on with his work. You know, I think there are very few players that Real Madrid can. Uh, not Real Madrid. Oh Lord. Oh uh, yeah. Because I'm thinking. Oh, he, yeah. I think he'd be fine over there, but. I think Manchester City can find very few players that are an actual upgrade on Raheem Sterling. I think it's just him deciding, you know, I want somewhere where I'm going to be able to play consistently and not have to deal with the Man City, I'm just going to buy star players every summer and shift players in and out. I think Raheem Sterling fits in at Chelsea, and I think he's a starter for two, three, four years for the length of his contract. So here's here's the thing. So Inc. Inc. Jonathan. Inc. So... In my opinion, here we go. This next rumor, I think, I think Chelsea is better off going for a Sterling than trying to bring in a Rafinha. Personally, I disagree. 
Well, well, just because he's fast. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's Brazilian. I, I no, that makes no sense. You can't say because of nationality that player. Just no. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, Rafinha. There's no point in him going to Chelsea. I'd rather have a Neymar at Chelsea. I like to see Neymar and Sterling on the wings. Well, yeah, but Neymar's uh, much more unlikely. I I am very excited to hear of Rafinha coming to Chelsea, and Fabrizio Romano has already pretty much said he just has to put out the three famous words. Here we go. But for me. He is somebody who, once again, is a little more than what we have. Everyone right now at Chelsea, like, I, he's direct. And I love direct players, you know. All the fancy showboating type players, all the step boat. Like, I love Neymar, but all of the dancing he does on the ball is... Is the reason why he'll get injured or he'll get fouled more but often like, than not. Rafinha's, Rafinha's a machine. <clears throat> I, I thoroughly enjoyed the way Rafinha plays. He also, like, he has the heart. Like, if you, if you look at him play for a Leeds, and you see he loves running to the fans, interacting with them, but uh, I just think Raheem Sterling makes more sense for Chelsea than Rafinha does. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I So we lose Lukaku. But here's my question, though. Do you still have Mason Mount playing out right? No. If you have Raheem Sterling on the team. For, for me, if Sterling and Rafinha are coming in, I think we need to go to a 4-3-3. And well, who's your midfield three? Is Conte, it be, Kovacic, Mount. Or is it going to be Mount? I think Jorginho's Mount? on his way out. But my question is, do you think it's going to be Mount, Gallagher, and Kovacic? Well, I don't mind that either, right? Conte clearly, he's still an engine, but he's had a rough couple seasons with some injuries and stuff. Right? I think he's played through injuries. Now, he's aging out. I think Jorginho might be on his way out of Chelsea, which is a, is, is a sad thing to say because I, I think he's brilliant. But having Conor Gallagher in there, Billy Gilmore in there, having Mason Mount, I think we have a pool, or Chelsea has a pool of six or seven players that you can pick three players out and and have a competitive midfield in the Prem. right? And adding Rafinha and uh, Sterling on the wings is just going to make everything that much better for us. Because then, you know, you now have Havertz and Werner up top. You have Zayek, Pulisic out wide. You know, so now you have four wingers, two forwards that are competitive. You have six midfielders. You have depth. And as Manchester City has shown, depth wins you the Premier League. Oh, yeah, 100%, without a doubt. I don't see that being wrong. But someone like Rafinha, do you think they'll accept being a squad player or a depth player? Or do they think they have to be a guaranteed starter? Because if they go to someone like an Arsenal, I see no way of them sitting on the bench at Arsenal. He's going to be a starter at Chelsea. There's no way he's not going to be a starter at and, Chelsea. But I don't think he starts at Chelsea. I, I just depends. I think it depends on the matches, right? Chelsea plays 60-plus matches a year. That's a lot for anyone. And we've seen, you know, Thomas Tuchel likes rotating his squad when he yeah. can. Um, so right. I think at Chelsea right now, I think Rafinha's a good fit. I mean, personally, I don't think Zayek fits our system right now in the way we play. You want to go to United, bro? Um, he, <laughs> listen, if that's what's best for him, yeah. But I don't think he fits our system. I think Rafinha fits a, a Tuchel a lot more than a Zayek does. As hard as that is to say, because Zayek's magical. There you go, dude. Book. There is he had, he and had, that's and that's the, and that's where we're at right now. Like I just was reading about Leeds and how they they might ask a little bit more. So apparently they want to add Zayek to that deal as a swap plus cash deal, potentially. It, so, and that would yeah. kind of make. I mean, if, I know if, it's if weird. Leeds it's, get it's, Zayek. It would Leeds be are gonna go crazy. Which do not. <laughs> Artie's going to flip yeah. out. It would be no, well, no, I'll respect it because think about it. A front three of Patrick Bamford, uh, Daniel James, and and uh, Hakim Ziyech, bro. Stop. 
dirty. Oh, my God. That'd be interesting. Because, well, for me, I would say, why not? Because Leeds, brother, <laughs> I mean, you could always appreciate growth in teams like that. That's cool. Yeah. So, what are we thinking, guys? Ink or stink? Ink. 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 Stink for me. I think we're. He, he, he gave just that hold in his expression for a second. He's like, wait a second. And yeah, and I'm saying something different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next. Um, so now we're straying away from the Chelsea transfers. Um, All right. Besmir, I have a question. Do you even want to talk about Lukaku? No. <laughs> I, I think it's no. about to- good riddance right good riddance. now. All right. Let we're we're going to we're, 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 we're leave at that. Ink for Inter. He was a stink for Chelsea. Uh, stink anyway. So, okay. Uh, we're going to leave at that. Uh, Next transfer rumor is Manchester United, Frankie de Jong. Ink. Ink. Some he's an ink, but here's Frankie, the thing. You guys like, don't have anyone. You, you're talking about Frankie? Oh, yeah, Frankie, 100%. Oh, yeah. Look, he, he's an ink, but here's the question. Because a lot of people have been getting mad about United's transfer policy at the moment and how they're taking some time. Do you think that when there's a new manager coming in, someone like a Ten Hag who's really expensive, really expansive, not expensive, really expansive, and uh, wants to develop a team? Do you think he needs more time to evaluate like the cards he's been dealt, what he has, and then go in for transfers and scout it out, or do you think that it's more so that United just don't know what they're doing? I think Ten Hag have, has been watching United for a little bit long because if he's been he's been linked to United for maybe about a couple months, so he'd sat there probably watched a couple games, watched the midfield of, that you guys have, and thought, yeah, when I come in there, these guys will never touch the field. But here's but that's the like you, it's tough to say because when. When it went from a Lampard to a Tuchel, like, I'm, of course, I'm obviously not comparing Lampard to any of the level of what some managers have gone through at United at the moment. But Lampard going in, the players played a little bit differently under Lampard than they did under a Tuchel. And we know someone like a Tuchel is way more expansive, way more direct, like, just better tactically as a manager. And we see we saw a whole bunch of different performances out of those players. I've already watched one of the training videos, uh, his first training session with Manchester United, and they're passing the ball with a lot more, you know, vigor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all want to impress, right? I mean, that's the magic of a new manager is... Especially especially one that knows what he's doing. Yeah, someone as highly regarded as a Ten Hag. Well, and let's be real, at United, they all know, for the most part, the majority of the United squad just isn't good enough to be a United-caliber player right now. No. They just aren't. No. You know, a lot of them have been able to skate through because... Ola didn't have the authority. The he didn't have the grit and, you know, to really so, say something. Exactly. And a lot of them have kind of s- skated through in the recent years. Well, and there, were, there was, um, why am I blanking, you know? Um, there was, uh, why am, I, why am I losing my words? I'm struggling. Uh, maybe you should find them. Yeah, and, I'm, I don't know why. Well, but, um, I think they're skating through, and I think with Ten Hag, it's you impress or here's the door. You know, and either I like you or you're. Th- that is up. the biggest thing. Once again, like Todd Bowley's doing at Chelsea, where it's full backing to the manager now. If he doesn't like you, you're Here out. We go. So Ragnick, he was really straightforward about how the players were, and they just didn't, he, they didn't like it. Horrible. Yeah, he, he'd be like, "Yeah, Maguire was just awful today. What do you want me to say? Like, oh wow, like he's a great player. Like he's just been awful. I don't, I don't know what, what else you want me to explain. And the fact that you guys could have included him in the deal with Frankie De Jong and you decided to keep him says a lot about your club. Hey. <laughs> says like it speaks volumes. That, well, that was your chance to offload them, and you guys yeah, said Yeah, no. what a shame. United has to compete in a competitive league, and they can't just buy the best talent in England and, and win the Bayern League. I mean, the Premier League. <laughs> so, listen, I think the best thing that happened to United was also Ragnick leaving. Because yeah. there can't be any question on who's in charge. 
right? Pe- players are going to look but at I ball, think, but this, I, I, I think that's why Ragnick just stuck to Austria and left. I think he saw that. He saw that there's too many people like making the calls that it just wouldn't work out. Because he was there to evaluate the club, be a consultant, find out what the issues were, and he basically just gave the whole rundown to Ten Hag and dipped. Yeah, and no, and, and I think Ragnick is smart enough to know where that was, where his role is also not as important having someone like a Ten Hag there because Ten Hag knows what he's doing. Yeah, right. This guy, this guy's been magnificent at Ajax in recent years, and I look at it like there when there is structure in place, everything needs structure. When there's too much structure in place and there's too many, too many chefs in the kitchen, like at United, it becomes a problem. And them streamlining that where. There's no reason people who've never stepped on a football pitch should be deciding what <laughs> players Ten Hag get wants or gets. Yeah. Right? He knows what he wants and the players he wants. Let 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 Ten Hag have his say and let him stamp his authority at United. And United gets back to the glory days. He already has a picture in his head. Let him display the picture to yeah. you and whatever you th- decide. That's you know. Well, I mean that's why we see him all also linked with a uh, uh, Tyrell Malasia from Feyenoord. That's a class signing because they're, they're you guys trying, do need a left back. Yeah, trying to hijack from uh, Lyon was also, in for also, it, right? Also Dutch, so we're going to see oh, yeah. a new wave of uh, the Dutch Netherlands players going oh, yeah. through. And, and I, th- I think there's a lot of players in the Eredivisie that deserve are to quality play, yeah. players that can make that jump. I agree. My that worry is that... Hog is going to be brilliant for My us. only worry is that we've gone in for Eredivisie players before, someone like a Depay, who I still rate so highly, someone who I felt could still be a world beater. But sadly, I think it, it just didn't work. Like, didn't work out at United. Went to Lyon, killed it. Went to Barcelona, thought every because he was doing very well under um, under Ronald Koeman. But then Koeman left, and then the team evolved differently. So it, he's not really the focal point up front anymore. So then now, it's it's just tough because besides him, who else has really come out of the Eredivisie that's been top, top, top class? Like as of like the past year or so. Because Delic, Delic has been t- well. Gravenberch just finally left, so we have to see what he does outside of IX, right? I know he's gonna prove himself. So we have we have Delict, who's been on and off at Juve. Frankie, Frankie, who's his first season there was good. Second season was rough under Coleman, and also Chavi. Hakim, who unfortunately doesn't get playing time, but when well, he does, Z- he's Ziyech, Ziyech in the Champions League for Chelsea was unstoppable. You can't yes, tell me otherwise. When he, w- when he was on, he was on. Correct. And then, um, I mean, Maserati is finally leaving. Maserati is amazing. Uh, and on a free, too. Well, thank I mean, you very much. yes. And then that's what the solves jo- my Jonathan's problems. over there thinking about what players what, have gone what? from the Eredivisie to Real Madrid recently that I he's can hype up. of what player <laughs> has ever played in the Eredivisie. <laughs> no. Well, he's trying to think of who I can sell for my, who can I buy for my career mode right now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, the next he's like star. Wait, Artie, would you say Tyrell Mala? Okay, I'll look into him. No. Tyrell. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you should, though. He's he's amazing in career mode. Yeah, I think he's going to be an ink. He's, he, you know, I just need ink. to switch it up. Yeah, I think it's an ink. Molassi is an amazing player. He gets an ink out of me. Now, la- oh, wait, John. No, sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know the player, but he ink, sure, went. why not? He's like, sure, why not, ink? Um, next, this is the last one. Then we're going to move on. Uh, Richarlison. Okay. He's going from Everton to supposedly Spurs. That would be and that's phenomenal. Be, and listen to this, and that's supposedly going to be a swap deal with Steven Bergwijn going in exchange to Everton. That oh. Bergwijn was so why, Wow, why, why would they do that? Yikes, man. He's really not rated highly by Conte nor by the oh, time man. him. Yeah. Well, here's one thing, first of all. Um, just to throw in there, rumors on 
social media also have or Charleston possibly to Chelsea. But regardless of where he goes, I'm an I'm an ink. And that's supposedly the senior players at Chelsea were questioned. Is he too crazy to bring to the club? Well, and a lot like, of them said he's for, talented enough. For to be some crazy. reason, Tottenham has been looking at this Everton side. Think why not just pillage them? They're trying to take over Charleston. They're trying yeah. to take the starlet Anthony Gordon. Yeah, he, quality player Gordon. Yeah, like that's like they're looking at Everton. It's like okay, what can we pick apart and ruin them even more? You know. Yeah, rumor has they're even trying to steal the manager, rumor trying to play him in the midfield next, <laughs> next season. But no, I think Richarlison, wherever he goes, he needs to make the jump to a bigger club or a more competitive club because everything is a big club. I mean, personally... He's an ink for me. Richarlison, Richarlison, sorry, can't speak today, should be going to a PSG. Oof. Ouch. See, I just don't think personally. there's any room for him right there right now. You know, you, they still have Icardi. They still have the front three. Well, I I, I thought Icardi's out now. His contract's expired. I no. mean, I, I'm not sure about that, but if Icardi's contract is expired, I don't know why. Or he has one year. Besides the point, he's been he's been yeah. really like he's been shifted out of the team. Like he's not really involved anymore. You know, I think. Well, I think Richarlison needs to go to a club that's going to be more competitive than the Spurs. I think he's a Champions League quality player. I think he's someone that can make a difference in a better team. However. But I, I I just think when you it's when tough. you have when you have a team like Tottenham where they finally found their form with a Kane, Kulusevski, and Son, where does Richarlison fit in that equation? Because he's not a rotation player. I'm so glad you said that, and that's why he's a stink for me. I I think it's a stink for Spurs. Yeah, I I'd agree it's a stink for that reason. I, I think it's a stink for both clubs. Like I don't think Everton can afford to lose Richarlison right now as like a squad. He's player. not starting over well, Kane. He's not going to start over Sonny. He's not going to no start way. over Kulusevski. Well, I, I think but he sells also, for enough money where they then, can buy but, replacements. Yeah, but, right. I think, yeah but, then, but then also to lose a Bergwijn in exchange. But but I don't think they're, they're not offering a lot of money. They're they're offering some yeah. money in Bergwijn. Yeah, which is the issue, right? Richarlison can go 50-plus, right? And that's what, because of financial fair play, that's what Everton needs. Everton needs money coming into the club. Because they spent over, what was it, over $500 million these past three seasons. And look what that's gotten them. And now they're they're facing financial fair play charges. So yeah, so, uh, for me it's a stink. I, I don't think I think he he could go somewhere a lot. Yeah, these the series of transfers I think are a stink personally. Let him go to Arsenal. Gordon maybe I think Gordon's an ink. He'll be a rotation player easy for them. That will be an issue. Him and Lucas Moura can rotate into that team. No, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, so stink for Richarlison for me. Stink for Spurs. He's a stink. Yes. For Everton, it's, I think the whole move in general well, no, no, is just, I, I is think just there, a stink. I think there's other clubs that are better fit for him. A better fit for him. Not gonna That's, lie, yeah. Like an Arsenal would be brilliant. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'd be upset if you did. Lie. I would say Ink just because. If he went to a Newcastle. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. With, you have you have a you have a Saint Maximan. You have Bruno Guimaraes behind him. Supposedly Paqueta coming in. No, I don't. I, I don't. I, I can't see Paqueta at. That's what everyone said about Bruno Guimaraes. He's a Champions League quality midfielder. Everyone he's awesome. No, because he's the other, te- other team he was linked to was Arsenal. He, he, he yeah, knows but, that. No, but, no, but United was trying to get him. Even Chelsea were in for him, but Newcastle had the money. That's the thing. This transfer window is going to be a bit different, in my opinion, because as soon as the end of July, August comes around, we're going to see Newcastle sort of like flex their bag and be like, okay, you, know, you want to go to this club, but we'll offer you 10 times what they're offering, and you can be a guaranteed starter in a Premier League side, you know? They're offering that him a dream that they're going to be top five within a couple years, and I think that's why people are very attracted to it. If they invest the money right, I think they can. Well, they are, and even if they don't, they still have more to spend. So let's say they buy something for a hundred mil, and the guy turns out to be a complete stink. 
that doesn't even dent what they have into the club. So. For sure. So now, guys, I think that's the end of our segment. Inker Sink was a fun one. We had some good transfers there, some agreements, some disagreements. You didn't let me. You didn't let me. You didn't let me answer Richarlison either, but it's okay. You, you said ink. This you said ink. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. You, but everybody. We, we we said stinks and you said ink. You, you. I know it's a majority, but it's okay. No, but it's no. We're we're just we're giving <laughs> our opinions. It's not one final rule. Already vetoes it regardless. No, 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 no. I feel like I'm being edged out. It's okay, guys. No, like, just like Besmer said, it's my second to last. It might be my last actually. So. Hey, well, John, for what it's worth. One of the uh, one of the guests last week literally said I shouldn't be on the show anymore. So, and I hope you're listening, Mass, because here I am, baby. There you go. Next, uh, we have ten of the smartest transfers so far in uh, the transfer window so far. Uh, we we've compiled this list. Dan and I, or sort of I, you, I, I, you. Well, okay, I was gonna clarify. Me in that. I, I was gonna clarify. I gave Dan names and he looked them up for me because I forgot my laptop today. Some of them slacking. Are I apologize. Complete, like who, what, where? Well, because like, what, what do you want me to say? Oh, Gabriel Jesus, such a smart transfer. Well, just to be clear, it is myself and Jonathan were late, but we remembered our laptops. So, what's the point of being early if you're unprepared, Artie? Well, you know, I'm the host, so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. But, uh, anyways, no comment. So, first one, number 10, is Schlotterbeck to Dortmund. Dortmund sort of building up their defensive cover now, really trying to solidify themselves as contenders. Still won't be better than in the In the Bundesliga. Yeah, Dortmund competing for second place. Yeah. That's what everyone in the Bundesliga does. At well, this let's point. see what happens because now they have Adiemi in. We don't know how he's going to perform in the Bundesliga. Not better than Holland. Uh, so, but maybe maybe him and Malin are gonna link up well, where they'll sort of replace that goal output. And now with them having more defensive cover, we'll see. No, um, <laughs> the one word answers are John. What are we think? Peak. Schlotterbeck to Dortmund. He's too busy looking at Iker Casillas, his that's idol my, right my, now. That's my hero, bro. <laughs> no, but Schlotter. I think he's it, just sitting there, just admiring Iker Casillas' face. Iker Casillas. Ink, right, John? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Jonathan, One million percent. Jonathan, right now, imagine Iker Casillas is on the screen right in front of you. He's just caressing the screen. Yeah, just, just like, oh, my Oh, Iker. my love. He has a shrine at home. Yeah. Bro, Casillas is the reason I started goalkeeping, <laughs> honestly. But Say Iker, Look, right? Ink. No, no, no. Yes, of course. <laughs> El Ángel Guardián de Madrid y España. But, yeah, man, listen. I think it's, I think it's great. It's good business. I mean, obviously, the Holland business was not good business, but that's... Uh, That's have, why I think the, the, I the, I'm, I agree with him on that. Very bad business. They get very they bad get, they get an F sixty mi- mil for Holland. They get an F minus at least go for one hundred twenty. Yeah, but plus? You, have to, you have to understand the way how that that buyout clause worked out. Yeah, it's sixty million to Dorman, but it's also like twenty million to the father. It's also ten million to the agent. Well, it's also no, no, it, no, no It's no, also no. the fact that if you sign, there was also a clause where if you sign him for that money, you had to sign X amount of dollars for a contract, which is he's now the one of the highest paid players in the Premier League now with like somewhere close to five hundred k a week. Yeah, five hundred twenty two k. But still, it's that's a third of his value in the market. Like he, he could have gone for a lot more, easily 180 mil. Oh yes, a hundred percent. At the end of the day, Dorman still made a profit. They only got him for like 15. <laughs> yeah, but that profit really doesn't. <laughs> yeah, do anything, that's nothing. Man. I mean, look, no, Dorman paid like 22 for him. So, but here's the, here's the deal for Bruce Dortmund. 22. How much did they pay for Adeyemi? 38. They made 20 plus million on a proved. First of all, Adeyemi is one of the, is going to be one of the best signs of the season. He, they signed a proven Bundesliga striker from a <coughs> rival club, right? Well, no, he was Salzburg. He wasn't Leipzig. I DM uh, Red, Sorry, still well, Red Bull. Red Bull. Everyone hates a Red Bull anyway. But I don't. But 
I love mm, Exodus. I don't either. But, oh, thanks, uh, man. <laughs> Cheers to that. Uh, um, New York Rebels, if you're listening, I am not affiliated with these men. Neither um, am I. No, I, I we we love the Rebel Boys. I mean, I'm going to the game but, tomorrow, but whatever. Um, so, but still, they signed Adeyemi. He's going to be brilliant for them. Yeah. Right. On top of that, they've made money off Holland. And realistically, for City, it's it's a good it's a great move. For Dortmund, it's a great move. They made they made money. And uh, could have made a lot more. Dude, I just think it's an F minus. Like if I were to give him a rating, I would give him an F I'd for say that signing, bro. D plus. Listen, in terms of Dortmund, but for City, it, it, a. it comes to the point that well, how much did Holland do for Dortmund? A lot. That the one thing I love about Borussia Dortmund is that they don't sit there and when a players decide they would they need to move on. Dortmund is reasonable and lets them go, right? Lewandowski wants out of Bayern, and, and, and they're, they're struggling to let him go for reason for a reasonable price or whatever it might be, which which is ridiculous if you ask me. I mean, how much has Levo done for Bayern that he's oh, not yeah. being But also it's the fact of that they're going to get a profit off of him because they got him for free. He's an aging player. So let him go for free. Yeah. Well, no, he, well he's technically he has one more year, so they... Just sell him for $35 million that like Barcelona want to buy him for. No, but they don't want to let him go for free. But in reality, you got the guy for free. He came in. It helped you continue to compete at the very top of the what, wait, upper echelon what was of it? It was clubs. It was five goals in seven minutes right, against like Wolfsburg. Five goals in nine minutes. Nine that, minutes. Five goals in nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was season. ridiculous, especially that last one and a half. And the, the, the thing is, that same week, That's Sadio amazing. Mane, I think, put three goals in Such seven minutes game. against Southampton. Incorrect. Three goals in two minutes and 59 seconds. What? Two minutes, fifty nine seconds. Yeah. For for oh, you are talking about uh, well, he's he's the, the fastest, fastest hat trick? Yeah. yeah so that hat-trick. week, it, it was the fastest hat trick, and Lundas is like, oh, let me let me let me show you the fastest five goals you'll see. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Let me just one. No, up. listen, I, I think Dortmund is still doing good good business because they got Nicholas Sula on a free as well. Good. And then, <laughs> and, they, and then so they got two center backs. They're pretty. You know, that's that's good they for them. They still have Hummels. They Zag- has gone. They still have a Kanji. That's still some good depth right there. I think a great. Yeah, but a back three of Sule, Akanji, and Schlotterbeck. If they play the back three, I'm not they sure. Also they also don't will, have a coach. Well, they're gonna have to because the right back's Munier. Munier struggles. He plays better as a wing back. Munier is uh, Dortmund's Pavard. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh. <laughs> you see, I think Munier is more so a forward player than he is a defender. Yeah. He's always just been forced in that role. He's a right midfielder, pretty much. Yeah. In my eyes, he's way more of a progressive attacking player. And you also have a uh, Nico Schultz. Oh, left Rafael back. Guerrero. Oh, Guerrero's supposedly leaving. Guerrero, I like. Yeah, he's good. Schultz. So, anyways, next one. We have Matthias Ginter to Friedberg. Watching back to Friedberg. What? <sighs> it's smart transfer for for Friedberg. Great business, but especially since they lost Schlotterbeck. So, oh my God. but what's Matthias? Matthias Ginter, in all honesty, can start for a the, he, what top five Premier League teams easy. He is such a moron. That it's not even funny. Why would you go to what is it, a Friedberg, right? Yeah. You you go from Borussia Mönchengladbach, who are some sometimes make Europa League, Conference League, maybe even Champions League at best, and then you go to Friedberg. You know, not a Premier League team, not even a Serie A team, which he could have started anywhere yeah. for. He chooses to go to a lower league side in the same. <laughs> I don't agree with it. He's a very class player. I absolutely love him. I get to sign him at almost every career mode that I do. He's such a good player. I don't agree with this transfer. I don't. I, I don't agree with it either. But it's smart transfer business on Freiburg. He's twenty eight. You know, he's not. It's not like he's thirty three or something. Well, do you see Freiburg as making a push for maybe getting uh top four? No. In the Bundesliga. Nah. Maybe five, six, seven, even. But 
Didn't they finish four, the season there? So. Like six? They honestly, I think they finished fifth. I'm pretty sure. But that's what we're thinking because I think a Chelsea could have used uh, Matthias Ginter easy. They could have they could have bought him if they wanted to. Who? Chelsea. Oh, that's but that's the point I'm making. He's definitely a someone who could start in a top well, any of the top five leagues. He could he, start he, for a top he, five. He's going around. Team. He's going around for nineteen point eight mil. That's a steal. Yeah, twenty eight year old won won the World Cup, won the DFB Pokal. I think he won the Germany Euro Championship, won a DFB Pokal. You know, German Super Cup winner. Yeah, for nineteen mil. Yeah, I think he. I, I think he would have done well at Chelsea. I think he would have done well at United. Yes. I think he would have done well at yeah, a lot exactly. of these clubs. Yeah, exactly. Like, even... It's just... It blows just my mind sometimes. Career, but, uh, but I don't think... Sometimes transfers aren't up to the player, though. It's just up to the clubs. Yeah, but also the player has to give a verbal agreement that he wants to join the club. Well, oh, no, he has to put pen to paper, technically. But. Yeah. But, as we said, one of the smarter transfers, Ginter, to yeah, Freiburg. Next, Mark, Ro- Mark Roja, or Roja, However you pronounce okay. it, Jonathan, you can correct me so if you want. You, Two well, leads. Oh, well, well, sorry. Just to go back. I didn't realize Ginter played at Freiburg when he started his career. It's where he's from. Yeah. So in, in, in all reality, for him to continue playing in the Bundesliga for his hometown club where he started his career, for me, I think it's brilliant for go him. Go when you're 33, man. Not when, <laughs> not when you're in your prime. Yeah, come on. The Bayern Liga doesn't matter what age you are. You'll still perform. So, so you told me, <laughs> sorry, be- before the before we started, you told me uh, to have these names. And now you put a complete different name that I don't have here. What are you talking about? Mark Roca the leads. I told you that one. Oh, Roca. No. Oh, Roca. No. Yeah, he's a CDM. You, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So you didn't mention that one. Oh, so we're not talking about Real Madrid. Well, we are. We're we're going to. We're not going to take the, this. Mark Roca. I'll make it short and sweet for you. Mark Roca. Get him out of Bayern. He wasn't there. He wasn't supposed to be there to begin with. I'm glad Leeds signed him. Hey, last signing for Leeds. That. Leeds quality player. I take him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, smart I think, transfer. I think, I think smart transfer. Yes. It makes sense. Doesn't belong at Bayern though. Next. No. Um, <laughs> not even his rotation. Here's the thing. So West Ham have needed a center back, and they just signed one in uh, Aguard from the Liga. Aguard. Who? Know. I, 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 I think that's how it's pronounced. I, I don't know who he is either, but uh, he, 31 appearances, two goals, three assists, one red card, you know, typical defender. Left, he's The thing is, the big thing about him is that he's a left-sided center back. He can play play with his left foot. He can play center back. He can play left back. Oh. As ridiculous as it might sound, guys, he was on the free transfer market. He was on, he was a free transfer. He was a free agent in FIFA last day on career mode. If you guys remember the Aguar, the Moroccan guy. We I signed this guy. I almost signed this guy last night on Caribbean. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> almost. We said he has to be good because he sounds good. He's played a four to, uh, total of forty matches, four goals, three assists. Yeah, but he see, listen, he's a national team player. Yeah. Ren puts out quality players all the time. We see that with Traore with a Doku right now. Looking at Mendy. And a bunch of these guys, they're they're always a quality side. I'm gonna say Chelsea so, players. Remind, but no, but they put out they put out quality players consistently. They're they a good pipeline for players into Europe's top yeah. leagues. Yeah, well, Kamavinga. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Like, he he's gonna be one of the greatest midfielders in the world. One Absolutely, day. He came out of yeah. he came out of there. So uh, for Bayern Munich. <laughs> so like I said, smart transfer <laughs> did that. really well. Next, you think so? We have Oliveira. Don't know from Hatafe to Napoli. See this guy. I've never. Well, ever I'm saying heard this because Napoli is losing a lot of players, 
And to bring you in said some mass of, exodus when we were talking the other day. Which yes. Is, right. Yeah. Yeah. Who are mass these guys, exodus. man? Honestly. So when you sit there, right, and you think about these players, where do these players just pop up randomly into your head? Well, so I, many, I was, so re- many I was just re- I was just researching like what were smart transfers that clubs were doing to like sort of sit there find a way to and you like just sit there and think. I don't think Matias Oliveira is gonna ever pop up into your head. No, ever. never. Even even as like a smart one, these are I don't mid, think he's mid, ever mid, just mid, gonna mid, go. Mid. Oh my god. Mid. Well, you know what, guys? I, when you produce a show like Match Week, <laughs> we, we we cover all types of players and. and I hope all he goes on to have like a world class season and goes for like 150 million next summer. <laughs> he won't, just so you can shut <laughs> shut day on. Highly unlikely, <laughs> but yeah, thank you. James. I but I I mention this point just because. Napoli are trying to be proactive and bring in players because they're losing a lot. He's, they, a le- he's a left back, a left midfielder. Who, left back, I can see him play because well, they don't they don't have a left back. Yeah, because here's the thing: because um, Mario Rui is out. Uh, Gulam Gulam's finally leaving. Hisaj is there, but Hisaj is old is now. Right back. The Albanian. Hisai. Yeah, he's high. High I I say it for the Probably audience to understand. If I, if, I, if I say he's high, they're not gonna understand it. He says not that old, is he? No, oh, yeah, he's old. He's, no, up he's there like now. 29, 30 maybe at most. But he's also plays left mid, and Napoli's famous left mid. You're not gonna be it's, able to yeah, replace that. Yeah, he, he just gone. turned 28 in February. Really? You, you, Why does he look so much you older? Guys are killing Ooh, because right. he's Albanian. He has the beard. That's has, true. You know, yeah, the best do look old at a very young age. Like like my dude's been playing. For Napoli for like years. He's That's the thing. Lazio right He's now. been at Lazio for a year. Really? Yeah. Yes. I thought he was still at Napoli. <laughs> yeah. You're worried about Hitafe. Yeah, you're worried about Hitafe, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I can't believe this. But anyways, you have... You <laughs> moving have, on. Moving on. He's been playing at Empoli, Napoli, Lazio for a decade now. So put some respect on his name. Yeah. Like, That's... Please, yeah. Syria. But like I said, when, when you're losing a lot of players, you need... you. you they're making a smart transfer. They need. They're trying to fill in the places that they're losing a lot of. But they, it's Napoli. You could. They have money. It's not like they don't want to splash like a good thirty-five <sighs> mil on a good left. But back. the thing is, like, do, do like besides like a Juve, do these CDR clubs like really have money? Because Inter, they got bought out by a whole bunch of different like owners, constantly cycling through. AC Milan just got bought out again. So yeah, I, I, I think Napoli has money. I think they're very cheap, which is okay. I mean, he this kid is going for sixty point five mil, so sixteen. Sorry, not sixty. Yeah, no, he's never reaching that. Um, That's why I said it was smart. Sixteen million. He's gonna six, come in. He's gonna put a shift. Six appearances. He six appearances for Getafe. Six. Anyways, next one. <laughs> Kamara to Aston Villa. Very good signing. That genius Kamara Bubakar Kamara was linked to every club and their mother. And the fact that Aston Villa was able to swoop him up, I I was I did also want to include Diego Carlos in this conversation, but but you didn't because you decided Patrick Wimmer, whoever that is. I, I gotta make it interesting, Dan. I can't just talk about all the big names for no reason. All right, we gotta show that we have ball knowledge on the show. Oh. <laughs> but people want to hear the big signings. All right, you gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know what? Let's talk about how. Okay, so hold on. So we're only going to talk about two more players because I'm not in the mood of, of you guys ridiculing me about these random. It's players. not ridiculed. It's right, I respect the research and time Thank you put you. in. Yes, for these guys because you've now taken Ten Hag's job away from him. <laughs> he, he doesn't have to research these players. He knows what he needs. Scouting director. So, okay, so 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 next we have Davinaris to Benfica after the whole Ukraine situation. It's unfortunate. Shakhtar paid X amount of money for him, and with the you know. 
the well, all, all the players right were now. allowed an out now. The yeah. fact that he's only getting he's only getting to Benfica is shocking for me because I thought I, I thought David Neres could have gone just about anywhere. Yeah, world beater, hundred percent. Next, we have lastly Gravenberch to Bayern. I, I don't a smart, it's a smart move. Tw- it, what was it? It was a twenty-five million or thirty million. Dude, I, I saw like eighteen. Twenty-two. I saw eighteen. Eighteen, maybe. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. So it's it's eighteen million rising to twenty-five with add-ons. That's ridiculous. Which is a, such a great move for Bayern, having because Tolisso's out now, right? He's gone. Contract expired. I'm, I'm gonna miss Coco, but it is what it is. Uh, you guys, you guys still have Sabitzer, <laughs> but I think he might be on the out. Nah, he's gonna stay. I don't think he's staying. Cause he where he wants to start he and I think rightfully so he's a starter. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he sits the bench in the Bundesliga. He should be starting every game. Uh, no comment, but yeah. Um, you want to keep him? I'd keep him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rotation player. He well, could sit we, there. We talked about matches. this. What it's tough last because he came out of if if somebody's tired or somebody's not performing well, he could slide in there whenever. Yeah, it's I mean, not like a, the, we have manager like Carlo Ancelotti who doesn't play any striker that isn't Benzema. Uh, well, Mayoral is going to be the backup, so... Yeah, have fun well, with that. Well, well when, you <laughs> want, when you want to run and win the Champions League the way Real Madrid did, yeah. you can do whatever you want. Especially yeah. if you're calling Chilotti and win everything. I don't like him. He stinks. But... Because oh. yeah, yeah, all he did was go to Bayern and win stuff there, too. He didn't yeah. win the Champions League at Bayern, so... He won, he won everything. He's won it just about everywhere else, though. Yeah. No, it's okay, though. I, think I understand Robert the hate. That's right. Be... Some people were born to be sour towards anyone that's not Bayern, so we understand, Dayan. Because right. you're talking, Mr. Right, guys, that, that, that concludes the section. I did my best to try to make it fun and Thank interesting. You, but that's you know good. what? You guys just bagged on me and you ruined it, so it's fine. No, Next, it's very good. we are doing <laughs> stay, stay, sell, loan for Real Madrid. Casillas. So first thing first, we're going to talk about the goalies that they have. So they only have two goalkeeping options in a Courtois and in Lunin. I think both are guaranteed stays, right? After, especially after the the Champions League final, Courtois has. There's, no, I don't think there's any chance he leaves anytime soon. Uh, oh no, he stays, hundred uh, percent. Courtois, yeah, stay, one hundred percent. Oh no, they have. Yeah, Lunin stays because he's a uh, you know backup goalie. Makes sense. Uh, Ancelotti out. Um, <laughs> next, oh gosh, next we go. we're gonna start talking <laughs> about the defense. So we have Eder Militao, a stay, obviously. Uh, well, yeah, because he he's was young. about to say something, man. <laughs> I just—I mean, what? I was very disappointed with him this season, but I'm just so glad that Rudiger's coming. I disagree. Um, Militao, so, Militao's only 24. He's still got a lot to learn, but obviously, you know, he's good. I can't say anything because I'm not at his level, but hey, there's other center backs I'd, well, yeah, ra- I'd rather I, have, I, of course. There's, there's no reason to sell a Militao right now. I think having that defensive depth is worth it, especially no, when you have a David Alaba in company. So, okay, how old is Eder Militao? 24. 24. How old is Alaba? 30. 30. Realistically speaking, Militao is not entering. hasn't entered his prime yet, especially now right. with center backs. It being maybe a little later. Yep. Militao is going to be fantastic. It, yeah. Aided with the addition of Antonio Rudiger, unreal, unreal quality yeah, center so back stay. from Madrid. 100%. Stay. David Alaba, of course, a stay. Yep. Without a doubt. Oh, so good. Uh, next, Nacho Fernandez. Stay. Dude, he's yeah, he's so loyal. Stay. I love that guy. I think for loyalty is a stay, but let's be real, he's he continues to not be Real Madrid level. Man. Yeah, no, uh, I think he could start for some other clubs, maybe Premier League clubs or whatever. But for us, he uh, he's been with Real Madrid he, twenty he, years. He, he starts for a Wolves at best. Well, at best, <laughs> maybe, at best, maybe, yeah. Oh uh, no, he get like a like a West Ham and Everton. Not, not no, West no, no, no. But he's he's the kind of guy you can rely on on the bench. 
You can count on him for a yeah. backup for someone yeah, but else. Yeah, but, but you also, you also he, he also won five Champions League, guys. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just going to say. He's, I was just gonna thank say, you. Well, here's he's the been with Real Madrid 20 he's, years, he's 30, five Champions Leagues. He's League. 32 years old. He's sat on the bench for most of the Champions League wins. Um, His contract he'll see out, and then I think he's. I think he'll be a player that retires at 33, 34. Or he'll go to, like, Hatafe or something. I don't think he leaves Real Madrid. I think he's a one-man He's a one man club. <laughs> he really is. 20 um, years. 20-plus years, man. So next we have Vallejo. Vallejo, yeah. Yep. Uh, Vallejo. That's another. twenty-five. Smart pickup. He's only worth three million on the market right now. Do we stay? Not sell alone. I would. Well, he just came back from alone from Hetafe, so he's. You know, I think I. I'll keep him in the in the squad, unless I don't know, unless I want to loan him out again. Do I don't you, see why. Do you need that depth in the Real Madrid squad? Actually. Well, that you know what it all depends on too is apparently Ancelotti's planning on playing deploying three center backs this season potentially. That might that might actually happen with Rudiger coming in. So that'll be interesting to see if the system changes. I think it would be good to have that kind of depth. You're not gonna have a, a Daniel Carvajal who's like 34 as a right wing back. There's not a shot. No, but that's world. why Oyarzabal, uh, not not freaking uh, Odriozola, he's staying too. He's coming like he's gonna Rodrizola. be. He's well, gonna be. He's gonna be there because they're, they're gonna be right now. It's yeah, Vasquez. We're, we're, we're almost thirty years that. old. Vasquez. Yeah, Carvajal's thirty years old. He, he yeah. If Marcus Alonso can do the job at wing back, Carvajal can more than do a job right. at wing back. The only issue is but long term replacement. I think he has a heart problem though. Yes. Now, nah, well, here's the thing. Yeah, it's gonna be Odriozola and Vasquez vying for that backup well, we're, spot. We're, we're we're gonna talk about the wing backs just a moment, but I just want to finish up the center back conversation with Jesus Vallejo. 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 Okay, I think Vallejo uh, should. <laughs> no, I, I think he's a stay for the simple fact that you also need you also need cover at yeah. center back roles. With only having Nacho in a three center back system being the only cover. Yep. You know, I think he needs to be in there, especially when you're playing. You know, teams that aren't that good, like a Bayern or something, and. Yeah. So this but, is. No, he's a stay for yeah, me. Stay. I think it's brilliant. I, agree. I think it's. He looks like trying to get a reaction. I, I know better. <laughs> you're busy. You're busy stressing. So here's the thing. This is going to be the first season in what in three ten fifteen years that Marcelo will not be at the club. That's okay. Yeah, he's free agent. Honestly, now. at times I forgot he was even at the club last year. Exactly. Yeah, he was aging out. Yeah. Now, now for left back options, we have Ferlin Mendy, who's an obvious stay. I don't think Real Madrid can afford to have yep, it. Stay. Anyone else? And then for backup, you have Miguel Gutierrez, mm-hmm. who is he's a stay. He's academy. I don't think there's any chance of you guys letting him go because you need that left back coverage. That's the only left back we really have. I mean, Alaba he basically made his career at left back. So if you ever need to deploy him at left back, he can. But I think. As Alaba ages, I mean he is thirty, but as he ages, a center center back. If if there are going to be three center backs, it'd be awesome to have him right there in the middle, kind of like Thiago Silva style, kind of that kind of. It'd be really cool to see. So I think it'd be nice to have another left back, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, he's hurting right now. You guys can, can have Marcus Alonso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, Actually, he, he'd be he's Spanish at too. Madrid. Yeah, he's dad, Spanish his, too. His dad did play there, I'm pretty sure. Yep, and his grandfather. Yeah. Makes and sense. he did too. He he played there through the youth academy. So that'd be nice. But he wasn't. Good I'll enough. take him. So next but we have Daniel Carvajal. Stay. 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 Obviously. Oh yeah. Next. So Lucas. I have a question: Is Vasquez considered right back, or would you consider him a right winger? John? Now he's a right back. He's right a right back for winger. sure. Yeah. Back. 
He's way committed back. to right back because he definitely transferred. It, like he switched that role just because it's just because it, it was a huge. It was a huge gap. But that was also something I think that happened under Zidane, where no one really expected him to sort of formulate that sort of idea with someone like Vasquez. Like yeah, no I mean, one thought that Zidane was able to sort of analyze and rework players. They just thought he was only a man manager, which sort of like kudos to him for being able to spot that, you know? Right. Besides, I mean, it's tough to fill in. Like, to give Vasquez a, a starting spot or something on the right wing, it's just so tough. Like, with the kind of quality that... Even before we signed well, Rod- I, Rodrigo and Asensio was obviously coming up through the academy as well, the way yeah, he did. Asensio, I think, has been one of the bigger letdowns out of the academy. And he's someone who might be on the out. Like, so we'll yeah. talk, we'll talk he about is on Potentially, the out, he is. I don't he think is he's but, bad. So, Vasquez is a stay, right? I yeah, think we all he's agree a bulldog. He's stay. Good. And is is Audrey, is Audrey Zola officially back or is he, yes, he or was it yeah, a two year long or with the option to he's, buy? He's back. Okay. He's back. I think he was at Fiorentina. He's yeah, come, he was. He's coming back. Phenomenal. Yeah. So he's a stay. He's he might back. he might even start. I I I would give you know I mean it depends but give him some give Danny Kamahas some rest and kind of Audrey Zola he can do a good job of there if we play like an out and out right back. So it, the next it all depends. We have Casemiro stay obviously. I don't see him. Yep. Leaving. No, he's the old stay. guard. Uh, guy's Federico Valverde. Stay. stay 100%. Phenomenal, yep. Eduardo Camavinga just came in. First season looked phenomenal. Stay. I, I think he should leave to Chelsea. <laughs> but that's that's just me. Well, well if you anyway. go to my career mode, he was actually Spurs signed him, so that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> no yes, no yes listeners. Jonathan <laughs> and 90 rate, 90 rated Spurs. 20, yeah, anyway. So next, we have Tony Cruz. <laughs> stay. Stay. Yep. Danny Ceballos. He's out. I, I think it's alone. I think he's, he's twenty five. No, he's. I think he's out because he's someone who's good for squad depth. Well, here, here's my here's my thing. Right, is Casemiro, Cruz, Modric are all up there in age now. And this is the same argument I made over at Ch- for Chelsea was you're gonna need you're gonna need some depth. Yeah. Right. Who do you have right now? Kamavinga, Valverde, Chouameni coming in. Chouameni. Yeah, Chouameni. Isco. Well, Isco's contract expired. Yes, he's done. He's gone. Yeah. Oh my God, he's he's a massive. Free he's signing, he's probably gonna sign for I think AC Milan. Personally, that would be brilliant. It'd be well. nice to see either Milan or because he's he's, 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 he's he's only thirty. Wow. Yeah, but he he's better than Brahim Diaz. He's he's better oh, for than sure. a lot of midfielders in the world. Uh, he's I love Isco. He's better than Fred. He's better than McTominay. He'd be, yeah, but he's he's, he's not he's not gonna start over Bruno Fernandes. Fernandes, Bruno Fernandes, Fernandes. Bruno could play center mid. I think he could. He could go. They both yeah, play next to each other and and, ha- and get a quality defensive midfielder in behind. Yeah, Ooh. but you're you're asking United to find quality, bro. Come on. Yeah, that's look what club you're talking about. Um, Juan Mata. See that that's 2.0. A, that, that's a big issue, right? If Valverde, Chumeni, Kamavinga are all in there. Tony Cruz, Casemiro, Modric. Yeah. Is not, gonna not to mention is on his way out. Then I guess right. Who? That's why. That's why Ceballos I was saying, could leave. You yeah, for that, sure. No, but that's why I was saying Ceballos is, as a loan though, because he's only twenty five. Yeah, but that's the thing. Even I if mean, he gets loaned, he's still gonna come back to the same situation. He, he, well, no, because Brother, like he what? just keeps getting loaned Mo- out, loaned Mo- out, loaned Mo- out. Modric is thirty six. Cruz is thirty two. Casemiro is thirty. So if he gets loaned out for another two years when he hits his prime at twenty seven, yeah, but this how long? Who knows if they're still gonna be there? How long do you want this kid to be a backup for? He could play at Getafe. He could play anywhere right now. He could play at. 16, 17 of the clubs in La Liga. Yeah. Serie A, he, he could play. He can play in a bunch of, like, once again, an AC Milan is a good place for Danny Ceballos to jump into. But 
It just depends on where he wants to go. For me, a Napoli because he has to go. Players. He could even play at a Lazio. place like he could even play at a, like a Dortmund if he really wanted to. Yeah, I think. that would be he, interesting to see. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. But so so are we gonna do sell or loan? What sell. are we deciding? He's a sell for me because I think it's best for yeah. him as a okay. player. A sell. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. can agree with that. Get rid of him. All so. right. So then after that, Luka Modric obviously to stay thirty six. He might as well retire at Real Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. We already talked about. I mean, he's done. Exited. Yep. So, so now so. we're on to the attackers. Vinicius Jr. Sell. Get him out of there. Sell yeah, him to United. I, when was the last time he did anything productive for Real Madrid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Vinicius Jr., I think we, there's no explanation needed. Yeah. He's a stay. He already signed the deal. Yeah. He yeah. signed what? A four year deal? Yeah. Five it was year. pretty amazing. Five years till 2027. Yeah. And then, not to mention, PSG tried to try to lure him away before <laughs> he's signing. Like 40 million a he's year or something Neymar, like that, whatever it was. <laughs> he's not Neymar. He's better. Yeah. He's, In my opinion, he's be much. Better. He's gonna be much better, dude. Because uh, no with, without without all the fluff and all the uh, you know freaking uh, what's it called Next. trickeries. <laughs> Thirty one years old, ex Chelsea player, Eden Hazard. Mm. No, I stay, think he, I think, I think he's sell, a stay. Loan. No, I think he's a stay because he's he's had injury problems. Do you think that Real Madrid would benefit him playing more of a central role than out wide? Yeah. Do you think he's he, gonna play central? Well, listen, in do you all think fairness, he could play in behind Benzema? Well, listen. In all fairness, when he has played and he's and he's been healthy, he's looked good at Real Madrid. Yeah, but the point is, is that him getting up there in age, like obviously he's uh, he still has the talent. Everyone's just worried about the legs. But do you think he could still have the legs to be that explosive winger that he's always been in his career? No. I and I also, <coughs> I mean, I think since we're talking about wingers, I also want to mention that our golden boy. Fede Valverde is, is deployed now almost every single game on the right wing, well, which is I, amazing I to yeah, see he's because not, he, he's, he's a not, bulldog. But he's not your traditional right winger. Of it's course not. Like not. He, no, no, no. He's just up there just to be an extra person to press. He's not your phenomenal attacker. He's not someone who is your creative, skillful outlet. He's always going to press the ball, yep. make the tackle, find the pass. Because long term, like we know, Valverde is going to slot into one of those you know, Luka Modric slots, whatever, when, once they age out. In the but. Champions League final, me and Besmir were wrong. Uh, that, that shot, or the driven ball that he went across the box, it, it was a shot. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was a shot. That he was, admitted it? Yeah, it, he no, admitted I, was, I watched it. it he, he shanked the shot completely, and it somehow made We it. all watched it, didn't we? That was a ball. That was, what do you mean he shanked a shot? It was a shot. No, no, that was he a was shot. Lo- he was looking. He was looking for a yeah, shot. Yeah, you saw you saw that other reverse camera angle. Yeah, he, he, he was looking to goal. Dude, he <laughs> head down and drip. Oh, you know what it is? It. No, what is he faked everyone out? That's all it was, bro. Come on. Yeah, himself included. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing: if you don't know what you're doing, how's the opponent supposed to know what you're doing? Come on. <laughs> come on. Well, those are the hardest players to mark. You know, the guys who they pick up like off the street to come play in Sunday <laughs> sometimes. Especially it's since like, that ball beat Van Dyke and Trent. I mean, Trent didn't even try to do it, but whatever. That's, Trent's not a good defender. I, I think that, so that's that ball not really beat everyone considering nobody. Nobody realized it was a shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it won us the, it won us the Champions League. So, so Eden Hazard stay, stay, stay for me. I yeah, he would stay for another season, maybe. Next up, Rodrigo. Oh, he's a stay. There's yeah. no doubt about it. I think he's a fraud. He's not your typical Brazilian kid that does skills and everything, but he he's he, he's crucial to that team. I think well, it, he offers. Yeah, Dan like said, loves like giving the hot takes here, and you know what? I'm it's, here for it. I'm here. When for have it. you ever seen him do a skill move? Yeah, who needs skill moves, dude? What is you're Brazilian? You're, it doesn't you're born matter. To, you're he's cl- born he's clinical. Move. Okay, he's just clinical. To be, just to be clear, you're not born in Brazil, and then given like, hey. 
Like here's your here's five your five star, star weak foot, moves, right? Like that's five. how it is, though. Or rather, you can't leave Brazil what? until you do these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like here, no, here is, until you yeah. master all the skills. Here is your exit test. Please like, make sure you just demonstrate. Yeah. Just to be clear, David Luiz isn't the typical Brazilian center back. You understand that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he knows how to shoot and score for kicks. Silva doesn't though. And he's, and he's, Dad, that'd be like us making assumptions about Serbians. We don't do that here on the show. Yeah, no, we don't make assumptions. Rodrigo is give it a couple minutes, and then we'll <laughs> oh, Rodrigo scores when it matters story. most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He scores when it matters most. Rodrigo is very, very. Oh no, Rodrigo is brilliant. Yeah, Rodrigo 100%. and Vinny on the wings, uh, with, with Benzema, Benzema through the, the center is unreal. Come on, and, then, and even if let's say a Benzema ages out and leaves, you still have someone like Luka Jovic available. Oh yeah, which okay. So Luka Jovic, Dayan. I'm not gonna get into that. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about him in a second. So Rodrigo's obviously stay next. Marco Asensio is a sell. I think get him out of there. He's gone already. He's going. He's Arsenal. He's, well, supposedly it's oh Liverpool. Ar- it's, sorry, it's, it's Arsenal, Liverpool, or AC Milan. Those are the three clubs going in for him right now. Liverpool, no. I don't think it makes Arsenal, sense. Liverpool, sure. They just got AC Milan, sure. Yeah, either Arsenal or, or Milan. That enough makes for, sense. I'm not gonna lie. I am just jealous of Marco Asensio because uh, the the first Champions League he played in when Dua Lipa had that little like halftime show. Uh, he he went out on a night a night out with her, and I'm I'm a bit jealous. Um, so kudos to you, Marco Asensio. Cry about it. Yeah, you, you have you have my respect <laughs> for Asensio, the rest yeah. of life. That's 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 my guy, man. I mean, he's cool, but it's, it's it's really it hurts to say like what you guys. It's true. I agree with you. I think he's gonna leave this summer. It's hurts to say because I really expected a lot more from him when obviously you know coming through the the academy and you know beating out players. Left and right, like, yeah, but like on, academy, in the academy, yeah, but, like, but he just didn't yeah, but like, live up not, to. Not every player the from hype. the academy is not meant to be a world beater. They're meant to be supposed to be decent enough and then sell on. You know, like if, Chelsea are the best. They sell Gahi, Tamori, Livermento. They're probably gonna sell Broha. Stop! Knows? He's gonna break out into tears. Yeah. If anything, I'm surprised he didn't sell. To what? Why are you looking at me like that? Two seasons ago. <laughs> I mean, he's he's 26. He's going going into his prime years. You know what I'm saying? But I guess that's happy for him. We let him go. I would tell him. Yeah. So Marco Sensio sell. <laughs> I I I have a very very like deep love for Sensio. I don't know why. I just enjoy watching him play. No, I enjoy, I enjoy watching Asensio. Well, I've I, I've seen why I'm jealous of him and how like I have to respect yeah, no. him. I mean, I Duolipa, what, what's your, what's your enjoy, reason? I just enjoy like he, he's like an Isco. Like I just very much enjoy watching them. Yeah, play. but I, I enjoy watching Isco more than I watch than I enjoy watching Asensio. I think Asensio is so so talented, so much fun. I think he's better suited. He's as, fun to watch. And like a three four three as as like a a ten in behind the striker, like a wider ten. I think like oh I'd love a sense at Chelsea I'd take him at Chelsea. So but, next, but he's a sell because he doesn't fit into this. Uh no no he, he's a stay for me. Stay. There's no depth at at the wing position if you if he leaves. Who else is gonna play out there? Valverde. Yeah, exactly. And then if Valverde is a winger, then we say Ceballos is a stay because he's covering the middle. Yeah. So next, we we'll have. We'll just give Kamavinga more minutes. Next Fair we enough. have. Gareth Bale sold LAFC. You guys didn't give a reaction before. I'm going to restate it again. What's our reaction? We don't, we don't have to say Brilliant. What's that? Brilliant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever. He's I mean, real Hollywood, isn't he now? Well, no, he absolutely thing. is. Gareth Bale legitimately just picked a club to stay fit for the World Cup. I think that's what his mindset is right now. He and he, wants, chose, he chose LAFC to keep him fit well, for the World what, Cup. He, well, that's all it is. What do you, you, he doesn't need to be playing at the highest level week in, week out, risking injury. He needs to make sure well, he's playing somewhere consistently, making sure he's staying sharp. So he could play at the so World Cup. So he's not going to get injured in the MLS. I, but I don't think he's going to play as frequently. MLS is Brexit ball times two. Well, no. well, let's be real for a second. Gareth Bale, 
can sit and not play for the next six months and then walk in and lead Wales to glory at, at a World Cup. Or by glory, I mean out of the group stage. But Thank you. He's Gareth Bale. He's the greatest player to ever step foot on uh, on. You know, on the national team. For I mean, Wales, he's a he's so. he, uh, in my oh, opinion, he he is a real wow. he is a Real Madrid legend. I don't think anyone ever. He is. Yeah. No, I Real, think Real Madrid he, fans absolutely. cannot disrespect him. <laughs> I agree. He's people just don't like him because his bicycle kick to score in the Champions League final was, was better than was Ronaldo's. Ronaldo's. <laughs> people just don't like to hear that. I'm sorry, <laughs> boo hoo. Bale's arguably one of the most talented players of the last decade. So, just to give a little preview for next week, we're gonna have a discussion. Give you guys a little heads up. <laughs> an argument. <laughs> We're gonna have an all-out brawl. Um, no, it's gonna be who do you think is better? Do you think it's Gareth Bale? Do you think it's Neymar? Or do you think it's Eden Hazard? Now, no opinions can be said right now. <laughs> think on it. Simmer. Let it. Let your brain start picking at it. That's not right because poor Dayon doesn't have a Bayern player in there. <laughs> Dude, all of them are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, next we have mm. Kareem Benzema. I think he's gonna retire Real. No reason for him to leave. Stay, without a doubt. He's the king oh, right yeah. now. El Rey de Real, right? He yep. is. He's absolutely the king. He can do whatever he wants around this point. You yeah, know, he's a stay. But the, but there's another forward that's a really big issue for Real Madrid. Santiago Munez is he a stay? Santiago Munez. Yes, like, if you ever watched the movie, Bull. it's a very good movie. Very <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good okay, one. Okay. I was so confused. Like, wait, hold I've on. Do been I have waiting the wrong to list? say his name for like two months. <laughs> Huge. Listen, he's a big game player. He's a big game player. Yeah. But yeah. But oh, make Dan happy. Okay, Luka Jovic. No, 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 yeah. So no, Luka Jovic, we're at right now. No, I'm gonna leave him for last. No, 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 no. no but he's next. Game. No, but he's next. He, he's a sell for me. Time's up at Real Madrid. Yep. Get him a sell. place he can get playing time. I'll, I'll, and put my, I'll be the last one to put my opinion. Yep, on. I think he's a sell. Jonathan? Well, given the fact he's going to Fiorentina, I mean... I don't think he's going to Fiorentina. That's going to be a waste he is, for him. He's, 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 is he actually going to go? It's literally he, that's like, going to be such a waste this close for to him, finishing. man. As, as he, on a loan, he's going to go. So, it's a loan spell, but still, it's good for him. I think it's good for him. Honestly... The fact that maybe Arsenal didn't go for him was crazy. Like someone like Luka Jovic should be is guaranteed starter at some of these top level clubs. But uh, yes, I would it's sell him because I just feel bad for him. I would sell. It's my turn. Yeah, get get him out the club. Uh, I didn't yeah. agree with him. Uh, what's it called? Going there in the first place. I don't agree with it at all. I don't think you know it was bad business for Real Madrid's point of view. Also. Frankfurt got the best deal out of his sixty mil. He went there. But, but what I don't think people don't understand is that. Jovic, Haller, and Rebic, the them as a three. It's either you buy the three together, or you don't buy any of them. Jovic just needs somebody to be confident in him. Somebody who can you know sit there and be like, you know what, I believe in you, and I think you are going to be one of the best. Yeah, but he also needs someone like a Seb Haller next to him. He needs someone who's going to be more of a he creative he, forward. He doesn't need anybody next to him. Yes, he. He doesn't. His best. His best season ever. His career. He had Seb Haller and Re- uh, Rebic feeding well, him. He scored balls, more dude. than both of them. Yeah, but yeah, because they were feeding him. That's the point no, I'm making. No, they, Kostic was feeding him. I was watching that whole season. Kostic was oh, feeding. Wow. Yeah, okay, bro. Kostic was feeding him. Look, look, look it up him. right now. Seb Haller and Rebic had more contributions than Kostic. Guaranteed. But who was the one who went to a bigger club? And, and, and scored more goals. And failed. <laughs> and failed. <laughs> you guys goal. haven't had a start since Broya. Thank you. Okay. But anyway. We were talking about that. We were just talking about how... Why anyway. are you getting so upset, my man? We were, because... The point I'm trying to make is that 
he needs someone to believe that I'm agreeing with you, but he needs someone behind him. He needs someone to be creating for him. No. At Real Madrid, who's going to create for him? Realistically, who who is going to do it? Nobody. Him and Vinny. V- yeah, but Vinicius really focuses on himself and maybe tries to find Benzema. You have the rest of the team where they're trying to spring balls forward. No comment. That's his biggest Brother, issue. He has he has a Benzema there. When Jovic yeah, yeah. was signed, I didn't understand why. That's all I gotta say. I thought there was better options. I yeah, I don't understand why that I, that I would agree. be a striker like me. But it's also when you hear Real Madrid calling, you have to go. I didn't get the hype. I didn't get the hype. Which Sorry, I man. don't agree with. So if Real Madrid called me. I think, I'd look at my options. I, first. I think we're all in agreement. Like Mbappe, Jovic is a class player. Sell, get him somewhere where he belongs to be. Yeah. Last but not I, least, Mariano Diaz. Bye. That's it. Bye. What? <laughs> He's horrible. I don't like him. He's he plays over Jovic, which I don't know what this. Pasta man has been, you know, doing over the past couple he years. He honestly needs a loan back to sell. the Liga sell, or sell. sell. He's, sell. Uh, he's, he's he already told Real Madrid he's, he wants he's to go. He's horrible. Yeah. He wants to leave. Uh, he scored one amazing goal in throughout his whole career, and then that's it. He hasn't done anything. Well, no, he had, he had a solid spell in Liga. Please stop. Uh, Ligon, fair. I'll give you that. Fair. Yeah, he he, he should have stayed. He should, yeah. I agree. He should have stayed at Lyon. Yeah. 100% agree with you on there. But he didn't, which is his downfall. So that's a sell. Fenerbahce. what we think it's sell. Oh, he's a sell. He just yeah. needs to move on. So, guys, that's the end of Stay, Sign, or Sell with Real Madrid. Thank Boys, you. it's always a pleasure to have you, as per usual. Even though Jonathan felt like he was cut off most of the time, Jonathan, we believe in you, and we love listening to you. Just letting you know. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. Besmir, not so much. Uh, Maz, I know you're out there right now listening. We know you hate Besmir on this show. No, I'm just joking. But real quick, guys, you That's have right. been listening top of the hour on WMBC Upper Montclair. Maz's hate fuels my success. <laughs> yes, this match week. week. This is match week, guys. Make sure you tell somebody you love them. Have a good one. Bye.